Ryder Nation, William Powell, bringing the energy, bringing the fight, bringing the fire every game day, every practice. Let's go, Ryder Nation. This is the Piffles Podcast, and we are excited for this episode. My name is Alex. I'm Steve. And I would like to take this time to remind Barack Obama and uh, Springsteen that this is not easy to do and get out of the podcasting industry right now. Joe Rogan says differently, by the way. (laughs) This is the Piffles Podcast, your premier Saskatchewan Rough Rider fan podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. And we have so much to get to. The Piffles Podcast is presented by Dairy Queen on Elphinstone Street in Sass Drive in Regina. So make sure you check them out. And uh, guys, do you smell what the CFL is cooking? Let's get to it. Time for the opening kickoff. I love that that makes you laugh even when you just splice it in. I'm the one who puts it in the show and I'm not even (laughs) hearing it right now and I still laugh. (laughs) <laughs> so okay who tweeted out last week that they that they can't help but sing into that is it that song or the ending song both uh it's it? here we go by johnny mckeg band that's the one that came into the show yeah and that and then um um tyler gilbert yeah and then yeah at the end at the end uh yeah someone likes that one too so great songs at least i'm not the only one but that's why we got him on the piffles podcast exactly so guys Finally, The Rock is coming back to the CFL. Hopefully he lasts <laughs> more than a training camp. We'll find out what happens and see what happens. So, guys, the CFL and the XFL announced the other day that they are going to enter formal talks and uh, discuss things. So, and I see that eyebrow that you're raising, Brahma Bull eyebrow right there. It took me a lot guys, to learn how to do that properly, just so you know. I've tried for years and years, can't do it. I just stopped doing it. So I'm trying to figure out what this whole announcement means. So we're going to talk about having talks. And that's exactly what Randy Ambrosi said. We're, we're talking about talking about talking. What? We don't know what's going on right now. Basically, this announcement was made to basically say, uh, we need some exposure right now. And something's clearly in the works, something they, they got to have some sort of plan already, whatever that is. And we'll talk about that on the show here, but they have to have something in the works. Otherwise it makes no sense whatsoever to announce this. So when I first saw the reaction or saw the announcement came out, I was like, what, what could this possibly mean? And then I laughed. I didn't think it was real at first. The Montreal Alouettes actually tweeted it out an hour early than they were supposed to on their damn, website that got deleted damn and time then, change and then the cfl uh goes and and does it themselves and and then you saw the, the the xfl make their announcements and that they're postponing the 2022 xfl season their plans are on pause for that pending outcomes of talks with the cfl so guys when you first heard this what did you think Seattle Dragons versus Saskatchewan Rough Riders for the 22 Dragons, baby. 22 Grey Cup. 
New York Guardians, come on, best logo in the league. Let's talk about that right now. But, <laughs> They're not dragons. Come on now. Yeah, uh, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> but, I, they, they, good. I, I'm glad Seattle completely took everything from the University of uh, Alabama, Birmingham, and just uh, put it on a national, bigger national scale. Good for them. The Battle Hawks were pretty sweet, too. Eh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Sword, a sword with wings. Let's just put it on the front of the helmet. Yeah. All right. There, there was nothing more XFL than the names that they chose for, for teams last year. Let's, I hope they bring every one of those back, no matter what happens, those names need to come back in 2022. I, 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 gu- I guarantee you Houston's going to have a new logo though. Cause they're being sued by the NFL for looking too much like the Oilers logo. <laughs> but seriously though, when I, when I first saw that, I was like, okay. Like interesting for the CFL, it makes sense to me because you've got Dwayne Johnson, arguably the biggest star on the planet right now. Anything the man touches turns to gold. So why wouldn't you want that instant credibility when you're trying to reach into other markets? As for the, you say everything he touches turns to gold. I've seen doom. Okay. Before. Okay. After doom. (laughs) Let's hope this announcement doesn't spell doom for the CFL. But, and for the XFL, it helps because with the XFL, what's the biggest um, one note joke about the XFL is they haven't made, they made what one full season out of two tries. So to be, to be fair last year, the pandemic, Oh, the pandemic them. killed them. Don't get me wrong. They would have lost the last season easily, but they would, they would have finished it. Whether they would have came back for another year is, still up for debate i don't think they would have but i mean they still would have at least finished that year so when you guys when we look into this and we start listening and and we've heard from randy ambrosi on the radio stations and and everywhere and they're just they're excited to talk and that's all it's going to be is we're just talking so the cfl guys what do you think the cfl benefits out of this I, th- I think it, it doesn't is- matter what you think. Sorry. I've been <laughs> How many rock jokes are you going to make this, this episode? Steve, know your role and shut your mouth. Steve, At I'm going to take this microphone. I think I'm, I think I'm, good now. I'm going to turn, I'm going to turn this, take this microphone, turn the, uh, shine it up real nice. Turn this some bitch. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> if you're the one that edits this. You might want to edit back and try and re-record that. I, that I will. You, sh- shut you are no Dwayne Johnson. I am. No, I know I'm not, <laughs> but you aren't I even, I, I, I honestly think with the amount of, like you knew something was up with the, sheer coordination that the CFL had on this. When was the last time you saw the league and all nine teams send out a coordinated press release like that? <laughs> when they shut the season down? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it doesn't happen for nothing. This was this was a huge announcement that they got everybody in tune all at once. But and that's what has me that 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 just shows that they have something in place. Framework for some sort of deal has to be in place. Otherwise, they wouldn't make this big announcement. So we can speculate on that right now. Like, does does the CFL and the XFL somehow have some merger? And by that, I mean, like, in contract terms anyway, let's say Cody Fajardo wants to play in the spring. He can go down and play with whatever team, let's say Saskatchewan and Seattle team up, and they have, you know, like, they can swap teams, I guess. But you have a guy like Cody Fajardo that wants to go play in the spring. Okay, well, he can play for Seattle 
but he doesn't have to get let out of his CFL contract to make it happen like it would in the to go to the NFL and vice versa. If a guy from the XFL shines in their spring season and a CFL team is like, hey, let's bring that guy to training camp. Well, cool. He can do that and you can sign him, but still doesn't affect his XFL status. And think about what that does financially for the players involved. They, they're, they're so limited in their, in their contract abilities, having that extra chance to go down south and make an extra 60 grand in the offseason or whatever their minimum contract was before coming back up and redoing their CFL contract and continuing on. That's a lot of extra money, but that's a lot of wear and tear on bodies too. I mean, that's, you're, you're talking about a 30 plus week season for some of those guys. Then would you really want a guy like Cody Fajardo going down South, taking an extra dozen games worth of hits before coming Owners back? Owners would say no. Owners would say no for sure. But, but where also, do you, where do you that line? Like, but, do you allow but, but also with that though, your your standard um, football uh, lifespan is three to five years tops. Don't get me wrong; you've got those guys that play forever, but your 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 standard player three years in the limelight and then they're off doing something else. Yeah, but would would adding an extra dozen games a year increase that time or decrease that time? Again, that's a that's a lot of football. It would increase their paycheck, though. And that, that's what it comes down to. Suddenly, a guy is not upset about signing for league minimum up here if he knows he can spend his offseason making, again, just as much for another dozen games. So there's there's pros and cons to that, for sure. And everything, and basically, anything in the XFL and CFL is basically getting game tape for the NFL because that's where you're going to make your money. And that's one thing that came up, too, is, is maybe a potential merger of the leagues as in, as a minor league for the NFL. Is that a possibility you guys? I, I, I love that one that comes up every time the NFL doesn't need a, a feeder league. They got one and they got it for free. Yeah. The NCAA. Yeah. Like <laughs> as long as the NCAA doesn't pay, it doesn't have to pay anything and the NFL can take their best players whenever they damn well, please. The NFL doesn't care about having a farm system. Why would they? Now, another theory that was kind of floating out about this is, would we see expansion in, of the CFL into the States again? This happened back in the 90s. And we all know how that turned out. Sweet logos, terrible teams, except for Baltimore. It's a, it's a complete shock to me that every one of those teams down south didn't absolutely destroy teams up here, considering they didn't have to follow any kind of ratio rules. I mean, that's why, that's why Baltimore was so good. Did they have any Canadian players on their roster? They didn't have to. The, the, the I know. US teams didn't have, it, have to. Yeah, that's what I mean. They had, they had no ratio because it was against labor laws to limit uh, the jobs based on nationality, which still surprises me that that's allowed up here uh, at all. But that's a whole, that's a whole other ballgame. I, I want to see, see teams down south in the CFL for one reason and one reason only, and I said it on Twitter. I want to do a Piffles podcast bus down to Los Angeles because that would be both amazing and terrible. That would be and a long like show. I, that would be like a I said, I would show. fly. <laughs> yeah, me, me and Alex will meet you there. You you can handle the bus. It, we we had the winner plague after the uh, the eight, six hours on the bus last time. Could you imagine a day and a half each direction? But I don't know. I'm I. I saw so many doomsday people about this being the end of Canadian football as we know it. The U.S. expansion didn't kill the league. 
it actually saves the league, which is even funnier. But like, this is expansion. If we, if it is a full, it's, I doubt it is. But if even if it is a merger with the XFL, this isn't the expansion too with less Gleberman. This is just something to ensure the future of the Canadian Football League because they took an absolute pounding this past year. Like, and you look at a guy like The Rock, and we already talked about how just about everything he does turns to gold. This is a guy that's a very smart businessman. And he's got FU money that he can just throw kind of anywhere. And his business manager, his ex-wife, Danny Garcia, she's very smart as well, too. They're not doing this just for fun. There's obviously something in it for them. Now, that could be with whatever deal that they end up reaching with the CFL to, you know, bring more talent to the XFL or or a better contract in, in Canada with TSN or something like that. That could potentially be one of the things but they have to give something up. So what is, what are they giving up to the CFL? Probably um, exposure and notoriety. People pay attention to the rock, especially in the States. He's a massive, massive star. And if you, if you have him tied to the CFL in any way, and he's pumping that out everywhere and they get, you know, a TV deal with ESPN two or something like that out of this, then it's an absolute massive deal for the CFL. And this just kind of creates Randy's Randy Ambrosi's, you know, global idea that he wants to do with the world. And this would get him into the United States a little bit better than he is right now. But even, even take the, even if you take the rock out of it, the, the true money behind the XFL is Redbird capital and they got a ton of cash. Yeah. Like the rock and Danny Garcia are the faces of the XFL, but the real money driving it is Redbird capital. And they got a ton of uh, li- liquid capital. So that that alone is even if the rock wasn't involved with the XFL, I guarantee you the CFL would gladly partner up with Redbird because they need a massive infusion of cash after this past year. But you need to have the rock involved mainly because he's already gone ahead and saved the Saskatoon franchise. So we need him to now turn around and save the CFL, right? That's that's the big story now. Is okay, this is this is why this is why punters aren't people. Pat McAfee, you suck. I love this because people are getting so upset at Pat McAfee. He's just having fun. If you ever watched his show, this is oh, what yeah, no, he, he does. Yeah, he, he well, has a fantastic show. He he he's he's a wrestling personality. Literally, he's wrestling for WWE now. He's like, yep. He this he does this just for fun. And I'm, this isn't the first time we've talked about something he's said about the CFL on this show. In fact, I'm pretty sure we've done it recently. It was the Chris Trevler stuff with yeah, Boomer Esiason. Yeah. You know, yeah, your son, your other son. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I if you look at what we've seen over the last twenty-four hours. This is exactly why whatever comes of this is a great idea for the CFL because you've been talked about ESPN, Bleacher Report, every type of news outlet down south is talking about the Rock, about the CFL, and that kind of you can't buy that kind of exposure, and they're getting it for free right now. Imagine what's going to happen if they actually find some way to work together. Because you've got the, CF- the CFL and their longevity combined with the XFL and that name recognition down south. No matter how long they've been around, people know the XFL. They may joke about it, but they follow it. They know about it. Having that connection is just, it's great news on both, for both sides, no matter what comes of it. I got a question for you guys. So... There, yesterday there was a lot of doomsayers. There was a lot of doomsayers today about the future of the CFL if the CFL uh, merges with or has this deal with the XFL. And 
coincidentally, not a lot of them are gray haired, but I, I digress. But what would have happened if, let's say, Dunk or Naylor broke this before the before the league got in front of it? How, how on a scale of one to ten, how how much doom would have been going through social media? Well, I'm pretty sure Naylor had the first comment about it before anybody published anything. It wasn't. It was pretty much within minutes uh, that the CFL announced. But I yeah, but no, I, but. Imagine if it was a situation where Dunk got ahead of it and then the league, because the way they coordinated, you knew obviously someone tipped Naylor off minutes before it came out. But I'm just saying, let's say Dunk reported it Tuesday and then the league had to scramble and respond on Wednesday. In, in, that, yeah, that, va- in, in that vacuum, on a scale of one to 10, where's the doom rating? 12, 15, <laughs> five out of seven, perfect doom. <laughs> like i like i think the way this was announced someone was asking questions that the league was wasn't ready wanted to get ahead of because why would you announce we're talking we're talking about talking about talking hell we we break stories the, the way the way that things are going like well and like i said this is just for them to like something's clearly in the works they wouldn't just say this for the sake of saying this because if nothing comes out of it then it's all for naught, right? So right. they clearly have some sort of deal in place right now. Obviously, they're not going to announce it until whenever, and they have final framework on on however this deal is going to work. But something's there. There, There is something there that has to be. Otherwise, the whole thing makes no sense, and it's just a giant waste. And if nothing comes out of it, then all of a sudden the CFL looks stupid because – I mean, they can't even Brandon, because they couldn't even pair up with a league that doesn't last two years. Yeah, exactly. And and then this is like it almost looks like it's a desperate grab by Randy Ambrosi and the CFL to try and you know just get some sort of money influx into the league at some point. I, like I I just don't know why they would announce this without having something in place, and they just didn't want to shock everybody. By having by announcing what it is and everyone will be like, what the hell? We didn't hear about that. And this is just okay. Well, you guys haven't heard from us in a while, so let's give you a little something. Well, that's what, our- and that's like you said. That's why I think someone was close and asking a question. They're like, we got to get ahead of this before we get buried by it. But I think the point that it became obvious that this was more than just opening talks was when you had the XFL announcing that they're postponing their season. That's a big one. That's a big one. The fact that they are post they are putting a pause on their 2022 planning until they can figure out what the CFL and their agreement, what their arrangement is going to be. That's you're, huge. You're not doing that if Randy Ambrosi picked up the uh, the phone yesterday, called Danny Garcia, said, "Hey, do you want to you want to get together and talk?" This is this is, has to be a bit has to have been in the works for a while well you, you gotta think there's like player contracts like ideas about play a player movement you gotta think it's more than marketing at this point like and to those Mark, no sense to post to postpone no that's 20- what i mean like it's got there has to be something to do with personnel be it player or coaching or otherwise scouting so be it and and i already know people are People are talking about this is going to be the death knell of the of, of the Canadian game, and maybe it is. I don't know. I love three down football. I do, but would I would I watch a CFL with four downs? Yeah. Would I miss three downs? Yes. But 
I'd rather have the Saskatchewan Rough Riders than no Saskatchewan Rough Riders. As long as when they do it, if they're going to merge rules, please, for the love of all things holy, take away the rouge on missed field goals. That's it. I'm good. I, I have a feeling to be some offset of what the existing XFL rules are, which are actually very Canadian friendly. Like they're very CFL esque, except for the four down part. It's a faster game. Uh, no fair, no fair catches, all that fun stuff. But going, going for one, two, or three after, after that, that's that's intriguing. I don't know if I like that as much as anything. But man, just just give me the the awesome nicknames on the back of the jerseys on the nameplate. Like he hate me. Give me <laughs> Cone Dog, Corn Dog Cody, or something on the back for Fajardo. Give me something like that. Let's have some fun. If you saw how much our Jesus Sprinkle shirts sold, could you imagine how much a corn dog Cody jersey would sell for? Yeah, sprinkle of Jesus on the back. Brilliant. I don't know. I, <laughs> how we're going to keep the CFL running in 2022 is. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've, I've seen some people with the, the hot take that, you know, if, if we expand with the XFL, the Canadian League has been around for 100 years and the XFL can last too. So they should do our roles. Guys, we've seen it in the NFL. We've seen it down south. They don't have the one. They don't have the field sizes for it. To the the Americans are com- very confused by our rules. So I don't I don't see the, the XFL going to three down football, 110 yards. I just don't see it. Good. It would be some sort of hybrid game with maybe it might be three downs in at least if there was you know the the xfl game itself i'm not talking about the cfl i don't think the cfl is actually going to change any rules just because they have been around for so damn long that i don't think they should have to concede anything to make this happen so this is this is going to be a d a dh and uh dh rule american league and, uh, national league and that's something that somebody brought up today um to to us at work and it was like well what if it's like baseball and it's al versus nl so you have the XFL, they have their season, they play their rules, uh, or we mix our seasons where let's say it's a hybrid 12 game season where some CFL teams will play in the XFL, like in, in a, in an American stadium. Oh, so interleague play. And then you'll play. Yeah, exactly. And you'll have whichever home team it is. So let's say it's a Birmingham team. Okay. Well, you're going to play XFL rules that game. But then when you come to Saskatchewan, you're playing a CFL game. Here's, here's that would be my, chaos, it, it, and it, I love it. Chaos, and I, and I, while while the idea intrigues me, that extra man on the field is going to be a huge detriment to the, the American teams because they aren't used to it. They won't f- be able to figure it out as quick. And how often would they actually practice it when they play most of their games against the American teams? And then you'd have to worry about the ratio because the XFL are going to have Canadians on XFL teams, probably not. No, it'd, you are, it'd be, it'd be us expansion rules. They wouldn't have to worry about Canadians. Yeah, exactly. But like, here, here's my, here's my thing about that though. That's another thing is like, Oh, it's going to Canadian players. that won't be able to play uh, football anymore. Look at what's going on in the NCAA and the NFL right now. you got guys like chase Claypool, Chuba Howard, or uh, Chuba Howard, sorry. Uh, Mechie, um, uh, Gallimore, uh, Claire, all these guys, we have good Canadian talent playing American football. It's not that it's not that big a stretch. Unfortunately, do they? Are there some lesser players? I guess in the CFL that probably wouldn't crack an NFL squad. Yes, of course. Are are there players that only have jobs in the CFL because they're Canadian? Yeah. 
but there's some great players in the CIS, in the NCAA, even in Canadian junior football that can play CFL football and probably could play XFL if given a shot. So I don't know. And maybe that's part of the, the agreement is getting, getting a pipeline for these CIS or NCAA Canadian players that don't make the NFL and don't make the CFL. That's another roster that they can, they can jump onto. They've done, we've seen them do that with uh, their global plan with the European football teams. Maybe that's all this is. Maybe they're just looking at uh, some kind of Canadian player transfer system uh, to get those guys down South and get guys up here. Right. Like, and if that's the case, great. But this is going to be a lot of speculation until we hear what actually comes from all of this. And that's the fun part. I hope to God it's not some little small thing, like a like some random marketing thing after all the discussion and all these, what rules will we play? Who's going to play where? And it's just, this is our game type marketing down South. Hey, we'll, we'll have a CFL XFL agreement before we have an Edmonton uh, team name. So we're okay. Don't worry about it. Hey, that's supposed to be uh, showing up in April. So well, we'll keep, Oh yeah. We'll just keep on uh, putting uh, registering names and we'll get to it eventually. And like you had in your article, they registered two more names. So check that out on uh, pifflespodcast.com. Uh, the they hate, they, they have to hate me by now. They have to. Hate <laughs> They're going to stop trademarking names until they pick one. That's, technically that's what the schooners did but they still went back to the schooner name they registered a year before hey, were, hey always, are we going to get the schooners we might have the schooners before we have an edmonton name the opening <sighs> kickoff presented by kathy festion of royal page regina realty time for the churchill brewing company odds and end zones guys i want to throw this out to you because uh, because this just it got me this week when farhan Lalji and Dave Naylor of TSN put out their free agency grades mm. and they gave the riders a C plus that got to me because they're just looking at Cameron judge and Charleston Hughes. That's literally all they're looking at. Don't give me and yes, Don't they didn't do, they didn't do a great job of, you know, replacing the Cameron judge. You didn't get an all-star there. You signed the Herman Reed brothers to kind of replace that that linebacker spot and the Canadian ratio there. But giving them a C plus, do you guys agree with that? Because I sure don't. I wouldn't say that the Riders were an A by any means, but they're replacing Charleston Hughes with Freddie Bishop III, who's an all-star, a Grey Cup champion, and was down in the NFL for a few years. And he's how many years younger than Charleston Hughes? And he doesn't have that much tread on the tires. So this is a guy that they're replacing him with. And I would take that trade right now in Charleston's career especially when by the time the CFL plays, it'll almost be two calendar years since we've seen Charleston Hughes play. And who knows what kind of cliff that he's going to you know, fall off of in terms of football at that point. But I think the riders deserve maybe around a B, a B minus with what they did in free agency. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to go with B minus, that's only one grade above what, what they graded them at a C plus. That's not a, a huge jump. I would, I would go the other side. I'd say a minus B plus. Yeah. They lost, I really they am. Lost, I'm at a minus. They, they lost Cameron judge. And we all know that's a big one, but I think, I think the Herdman Reed brothers and Larry Dean in, in the, uh, in the linebacking core combined with re-signing that entire defensive back unit, you're not going to see a huge drop off. You'll see some, but you've got Freddie Bishop, AC Leonard, and a smattering of other guys 
playing on the defensive line, I, I don't think we are going to see a huge drop. I'm with you on that, Alex. I think that was a good trade, especially when you factor in money and age. I think they got better there. So I, I would go A minus, maybe a B plus. But a C plus is ridiculous. But they do that because they know it'll rile us up. They know it's going to get us talking. And you, you piss off Rider Nation and what's going to happen? You get clicks. You get, right? That's what that. There's a reason three down does it. There's a reason TSN will do it because you're going to get us upset. You're going to get us mashing the buttons, mashing the comment section and trying to win every uh, online poll that we can that calls them idiots. But yeah, Cameron judge losing Cameron judge is big. Why both age and ratio and just his play. But as we said before, I'd rather lose a player a year too soon than a year too late. And Calgary got rid of Hughes thinking he was already on his downswing and yeah, he had two great years with the riders, but who knows what he's going to be. So I think we get, we get fun there. first halves. That is true. Like he always came out strong and he would taper off very quickly after labor day. So if Bishop can be consistent all year, I think we're okay. But yeah, see that's too low. I yeah. B minus, uh, sorry, B plus a minus. That's where I was. Because I think we filled the spots where we needed to be, and we got better on offense. We we signed who we had to sign. Okay, so what about those way too early power rankings that came out that had Hamilton at first, Winnipeg at second, and the Riders at third? What surprised me more than anything was that Calgary was down at like five. We've we've all said that we, we we're stopping putting Calgary, saying Calgary is going to drop off. And apparently, no, TSN didn't get the, get the note. Or was that the CFL? Who put that one out? The CFL did. But the thing is, it was done by CFL.ca staff. Whoever know, put it didn't together want... didn't put their name on it. And Steve, you do the power rankings for Piffle's podcast here. You put your name on it. But, like, it was funny watching the Winnipeg Blue Bomber fans go absolutely crazy on social because they are the most recent, I won't call them defending because they haven't yet. Oh, they, the they, think, recent, they, they think they're two-year champs. Believe me, talk to them. Yeah, the most recent Grey Cup champions. But Hamilton is still on paper, and that's that's where this is, on paper, the better team. I'm going to say this right now. If Winnipeg didn't like CFL's power rankings, I'm going to throw mine up on Monday. <laughs> they're going to hate mine. Because the thing you have to remember with them is, yes, they won the Grey Cup. They were a third seed in the West. They were a middle of the road team that caught lightning in a bottle. They were not a number one ranked team. And on any given Sunday, would you expect Winnipeg to beat Hamilton in that great cup game? No, they were, they were a third ranked team using a quarterback with injury history on a wing and a prayer. Like they are lucky. They got out of the uh, semifinal. And the, yeah, I, I wouldn't say they were lucky to get out of the West final. They, they were all over Calgary, but, or, uh, sorry, I have that backwards. It was here for the West final, but, uh, like, I don't disagree with Hamilton being number one. I don't think anybody can, I would have had Winnipeg at fourth or fifth. Toronto is the one that surprised me throwing them at seventh after, after all of the free agent acquisitions they've made. Obviously, again, we don't know how any, how any of those guys are going to do. How many of those that guys are actually going to make through training camp? That's the other thing. They've got too many. They've got too many names that not all of them are going to make the starting day roster. 
I think that's where the problem with Toronto lies. But that would have been a great opportunity to take the uh, the the Toronto Argonauts and try and you know blow smoke up their butts and get them talked about in in the Toronto media by saying this is a third or fourth ranked team. Throwing them down at seventh gives them that that air of of suckability that uh, that Toronto fans have come to uh, expect from them. Well, Steve, you'll have to put out your uh, power rankings and we'll, we'll see what comes out of that. Uh, you should put those up on Monday here. The plan. Um, anything else you guys? I pick at ninth just to, just to piss them all off. <laughs> That's your Churchill Brewing Company odds and end zones. Guys, it's nice to have something uh, actual to talk about, even though it's all just talking about talking about talking talking there i felt like i need to be said again i don't know i i think everyone needs to pump their brakes like i am serious everyone just needs to calm down i i was it uh oh aaron and who had to spell relax for everybody so everyone just needs to take a breath the cfl hopefully is playing this year we still don't know what's happening with that because uh, we're what? It's March. We are what two, supposed to be two months away from training camp. Yep. Has anyone heard anything about it yet? There, there's nothing, nothing until until we get vac- vaccinations everywhere across Canada, and they're and they're rolling them out quick. Until that happens, and they can get guys to come across the border and practice and play, uh, we're not having a training camp anytime soon. So. Hopefully uh, these rollout plans across Canada for vaccines work and go fast so that we can possibly hopefully have a sometime in the summer start date to the CFL. So I got time to find that old bike in my garage is what you're telling me. I think you got time. I got time. I missed that last year. Well, I'll I'll figure out a rant for that this year coming up. And they want my bike in two years. That's when you know the, the CFL season is back. When when Alex rants about bikes. <laughs> I wonder when I'm getting my shoelace this year. I haven't got my shoelace yet. Hey, did I you got- get your uh, MVP jersey yet? I have not. Yeah. I've got my um, I got my coupons. I for my two jerseys, but I have not actually got my jerseys yet. I will say, very easy process. They were great at the Rider store. I went and got mine. That was uh, was a very nice, easy process. And uh, Karen at the rider store at the at the stadium fantastic job so good good on you guys there and uh maybe we'll hear something else from the riders in the next coming bit craig reynolds sent out that email to season ticket holders about we have finalized our first draft of our return to play uh that we're going to send out to the health authority and then eventually to dr shahab so we're not going to know what's actually in that plan because obviously there's going to be revisions to it and they'll send it to the SHA. They'll revise it and back and forth and they'll have negotiations on what can happen, what can't. But it's good to know that we're actually seeing some sort of a plan put in place. Obviously, without knowing the details, it's hard to kind of say if the plan's good or not, but it's nice knowing that they have it, they're going to send it, and that's the next step towards having football again at Mosaic Stadium. No, it's... Not I just literally just realized the last time the riders played was my birthday in 2019. 
I we don't not, talk. Yeah, we don't talk about that game. But literally, there's been no Ryder football in over a year and a half, or, or almost a year and a half, actually. And it just blows my mind. Like, it's weird. And we're still here. Obviously, the players are still on social media, but it's like this and we're taking it right back to the XFL thing. If this saves the league, if this saves the teams that we cheer for, I'm sorry. I'm not going to be one of those guys that don't love my league, love my rules, do this, do that. Like I just saw a tweet by Jim Mullen saying the CFL should use their leverage as a league being around for like a hundred years to force the three down game on the XFL. I just want football. I want my friggin' team. I want to go to that stadium a beautiful stadium that we have. And I don't care if it's three down, four down, two down, five down. Give me Saskatchewan Rough Rider football. I'm with you. Let's just get on the field. Let's get playing. You know, you know one thing that's, that's really nice from all of this, going forwards, that November to May turnaround in the offseason is going to feel a whole lot smaller every year thanks to this year and a half of no football. Is it, though? Is it though? <laughs> it's gonna be like Grey Cup, and then like in December, it's like, eh, do something, just poke it with a stick. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we'll follow the XFL thing as uh, announcements might slowly come out in the next little bit. I doubt it, but it'll probably be a few months. But we'll keep an eye on it. We'll see what happens. Here's the problem: this is a full-on merger. I can't have a favorite XFL team anymore. Yeah, you can. So I can cheer for the Riders and the Guardians? Yeah, I think that's fair. It's fan. Yeah, go Dragons. You're both Dragons fans? You both suck. They're called the Dragons, and their logo is a dragon. That's awesome. They're the New York Guardians, and their logo is a gargoyle. Weren't you a fan of Goliath? I did love that show as a kid. There you go. They should have gone with the Dragons. Hey, it's, be- it's better than the New York, uh, New Jersey hitmen than the original XFL. <laughs> hey, I talked to the general manager of that team uh, not too long ago, Drew Pearson, who uh, was a recent uh, Dallas Cowboys inductee into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So nice. that was kind of cool talking about the XFL with him. No, Fun fact, the know. show, Jesse Ventura. Let's get yeah. let's get Jesse Ventura on the show talk XFL football. Let, let's see what he's doing. All right, let's go on that. Well, guys, uh, fun chatting football with you guys again and actually uh, having something to talk about, even though it's still pure speculation. But uh, we'll, we'll do this again in a, in a little bit once we have some more news. Again, this is the Piffles Podcast presented by Dairy Queen on Elphinstone Street and Sass Drive in Regina. Check them out. And that's weather's getting nicer, so get those blizzards and the peanut butter parfaits and all that good stuff. Make sure you go out there. The Oreo Cup Faction. Oreo brownie cup faction, highly recommended. And of course, thanks as always to Kathy Festion of Royal LePage, Regina Realty, and Churchill Brewing Companies for making this show possible. Again, check us out on social media at Piffles Pod, on Facebook, pifflespodcast.com slash, no, that's not right, facebook.com slash pifflespodcast. We have the website as well, pifflespodcast.com. And uh, just make sure you check us out and uh, leave some feedback and tell us what you think of this XFL, CFL thing. 
if it's going to be good for the league, bad for the league, let's let's hear your opinions. Find us on Twitter at Piffles Pod and, uh, and and tell us. But until we uh, until we have more, that'll do it for us on the Piffles Podcast. We'll leave you with some Tyler Gilbert. Ghost oh, behind socials, your mind. Socials, socials. We never did socials. Yeah. Eh. Is it? Do you do you really want to be followed by people? No, I don't want anyone That's... to follow me. But I thought you guys might want some pity follows too. But. <laughs> Um, actually, before we leave, before we leave, before we go to Tyler Gilbert, banger of a song, uh, Regina Thunder auction starts next week, March 15th. Um, some awesome stuff on there. Rob Begg jersey, autographed uh, football from the Riders. Uh, if you're an Eskimo fan, I don't know why you want to be, but there's a what uh, fan? Huh? Uh, oh, sorry. Fan? Sorry. Uh, double E football club team. Maybe Elk Hounds, maybe Elk Eclipse. I don't know. Uh, energy. Hey, let's add energy. that. Energy um elks elk i don't know they can't decide if they want to be plural or not but uh yeah no uh brian kelly uh paint always hand- eskimos. So, uh? is this where i'm supposed to pipe in and say it'll always be the eskimos to me yeah pretty much yeah uh-huh. oh my god so why did i put that on facebook i never should have put that story on facebook <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh brian kelly autographed football uh from his uh, record uh, catching uh, touchdown hand painted really nice uh, a Bo Levi football, Alex. Yeah, I know you. I know Here you're bidding go. on that one, Alex. <laughs> but uh, oh, uh, Ray Lewis autographed helmet, which actually looks really sweet if you like the Ravens, but still looks really sweet. But, I'm sorry, yeah. did you say? Sorry, what? I'm sorry. Did you say helmet? Yeah, Ray Lewis autographed helmet in a case. But a lot of awesome stuff. Thirty uh, two auctions dot com backslash Regina Thunder. Check it out. Um, auction goes live on the 15th to the 19th. It's going to be really, fun, really good. So support, support three down football people. And that's exactly it with, uh, with the pandemic, there's no money coming in for the thunder or the hilltops or anyone in the PFC. So let's, uh, let's keep them afloat. That's a good idea. Make sure you check out those auctions. Okay. Now we can go to Tyler Gilbert goes behind your mind. See you guys. See you guys. <laughs>